Welcome to Fightconomy. Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Welcome. Welcome to Fightconomy. Thank you guys for joining us today. We have a lot of good things to talk about, but I'm going to say it. Yes, we are in a recession, but we're going to talk about why you shouldn't worry and why you probably should worry at the same time. Welcome to Phyconomy. So what we do here every week, we talk about the five major points of the U.S. economy and finance and how it affects you and me. Even though it doesn't seem like it does, it most definitely does. Thank you guys for showing so much love for the first episode. It like blew up randomly, like halfway through its lifespan with like downloads. I don't know if that's like the automatic downloads kicking in. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. I got five good topics for you today. So let's jump right into it. Number one being the biggest one. GDP fell 0.9%, falling for two months in a row. There it is. We talked about it last uh, last week. We are Our GDP has fell. And for those who may be watching this episode for the first time or who missed the first episode of Fly Economy, GDP, no fancy slart jargon or any, all you need to know is how much stuff did we make like as Americans? That's all you need to know. So we made 1% less stuff as Americans. And that sounds ignis, in, insignificant. That's a hard word to say. I know it does. But when you put in the context of the trillions of dollars of stuff we create, 1% is a huge impact on the economy. Now, you said we're in a recession. I'm sure you've heard a lot of people saying we're not in a recession. They're American political leaders. Here's is the recession definition by definition by our American government. And it's generally accepted around the world. Recession, a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. Let's put two into last last quarter, quarter one, we had GDP fall by 1.6%. That is huge. That's like one of the biggest falls in GDP we've ever had. And then this quarter, quarter two, we just got the earnings reports for like the Americas. It fell by 1%. Let's round. That's two successive falling GDP in the America. So technically we're on a recession. Here's a statement by Mark Zandi. You guys don't know who that is. Neither did I. And so I started all you need to know about Mark Zandi is he's like the chief economist of America. So like he's super smart or whatever. And he says this, we're not in a recession, but it's clear the economy's growth is slowing. That is a man trying to conserve his spot in politics because election season is coming up and you don't Mark Zandi is affiliated with the Democratic Party. And we know that votings are coming up and you want the people's vote again. And that's what's unfortunate. You also had Janet Yeller, who is a like the head economic head economist of the America. And she stated the same thing, saying the U.S. is going through a sloshing period. But we are, in fact, not in a recession. Janet Yeller, you are lying to people because you are trying to secure a vote. With people, we have rising inflation. We've had two falling quarters of GDP growth. We are officially in a recession. That is that is the truth. That is what it is. Let's dive a little deeper on this recession topic. Even though that is the case, that we are indeed in a recession, we have seen signs of the recessions 
slowing. So we didn't have like a greater drop in GDP this quarter. It actually fell less at 0.9%. The previous was 0.6. So we've seen us recover some of the ground that we lost in the quarter before. So we're starting to produce more than we are, but we're still dealing with higher inflation rates. We're going to jump into like people aren't buying stuff. So that's why I'm saying you should not worry because we are, there is some signs of health in our economy as an American. If you're an American listening to this, there are some signs of health in our economy, but you're being lied to by um, the political parties, whether that be Democratic or Republican, both sides, they just want your vote. That's all they want. Um, they're not going to try to fix the problem. They just want to say, hey, it's not a big deal. Um, recently, we also have President Biden who said we're pushing the active inflation onto our Federal Reserve, hoping they will solve it. And that's our president saying that he is pushing the inflation problem onto the Federal Reserve, which that is their job, which is correct. And there's nothing wrong with that. But as president, you should probably be taking a little more action in an area where you like are deciding millions of Americans fate financially. That is a different episode. I digress. But here's what you need to know out of this first topic. Yes, we are in a recession. Yes, GDP is reclining. We're making less stuff. Inflation, it costs more to make this stuff. And you have political leaders lying to you, essentially, saying we're not in a recession because November is a big election season. So keep that in mind when you vote. On to our next piece of topic, number two. The Fed hikes interest rates by 75 basis points. That's what we expected. That may sound like jargon to you if this is your first time. If you missed the first episode, I'll make it super easy to understand. The Fed, the Federal Reserve, the money managers of America, let's just call them that, they made it more expensive to have money. So now it increased by 75 basis points. Kyle, what does that mean? That just means 0.75%. A basis point is like 0.01%. That's all it is. So 75 basis points is three quarters of, of one whole point. So they just made money harder to get and more expensive to get because I don't know if you know this, but American economic like society is built around debt. We don't make money when we print money. That's not how it works. We make money when you take a debt for $100,000 to go to a private school or you take a $2.5 million debt on to own that house on the beach. That is how money is created. It is not created by the printer. A lot of people think that it is created by the printer, but it's not. That's how not how money enters. So why is that important? He's making money harder and more expensive to get. Why? Because inflation is very high. We've all seen it. Inflation is increased by 10% almost year over year. So if you're paying $50 for groceries last year, you're paying $55 for groceries this year. And imagine if you have a whole family and you're spending $700 on groceries that adds up fairly quickly. So why did they increase interest? Okay, Kyle, I get it. I know how they make money. I know how money enters in interest rate affects. How does that, how does that help, help the economy? Great question. You are very intelligent by asking that. Why they're doing that is because since money is created by debt and what comes with debt, let's all say it at once, interest. You have to pay interest on the debt they take out. It's it's in our life. It's in our blood as Americans to get interest. That's literally how our whole system is built. So if they make interest more expensive, you think, hmm, maybe I don't want to get that car loan because I'll be paying in, paying extra in interest rates. Or maybe I don't want to get that new home. Or maybe I don't want to go to school right now because interest rates. Although if you want to go to school, don't let that hold you back. That is different. 
We'll talk about that later. That's all that means. So we expected them to raise it by three quarters of a point. So if you take on debt, debt's a little more expensive now. Your credit card bill is probably going to go up a little bit. You'll notice that. You won't notice it too much unless you're like super crazy in debt, but it will go up by about three quarters of a point. So be on the lookout for that. This holistically is a good thing. We do want prices to remain. We do want interest rates to go up because we want inflation to stop. So it's a necessary evil. It sounds like it sucks because it does, but I'd rather take the momentary loss of like or gain of interest and then not have inflation skyrocket. So it is a necessary evil, guys. I know a lot of people say, look at them raising interest rates. It's like, okay, do you want to pay $20 for one bre bag like bread loaf? It's a necessary evil. We expected this. Nothing to really come out of this. Nothing really crazy. Um, but you guys should know that interest rates are more expensive. Getting into our third topic today, Google and Microsoft missed earnings. I explained to you guys what earnings season is. We have these huge companies that come on and say, hey, we did good this quarter. Or, hey, we made this much money this quarter. Or, hey, we lost this much money. And it just gives us kind of a general heartbeat for the economy. Um, you really want to only focus on bigger companies because that's where most American dollars are going. So let's see how they did. Google and Microsoft missed earnings. Um, so they didn't make as much money as they said they were going to make this past quarter. But they gave optimistic outlooks like we'll make more money next quarter. So we missed, we lost this game. But next game, we'll think we'll do better because we'll practice harder. That's essentially what that means. Facebook drastically lost their game. They didn't make anywhere close to money what they said. They, if they're playing a basketball game, they lost like 150 to like 25. Them's only scoring 25. They incredibly missed it, um, which is good because I know a lot of people who don't like Facebook. I mean, I might be one of those people, but that's a different topic. Across the board, a lot of major companies like Apple, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Amazon generally just hit the mark. So they just won the game or just made enough money or they completely missed it. Is that surprising? No, because if you haven't listened to last episode, let me remind you that things are getting more expensive to make in the economy. Inflation, interest rates are hiking. When businesses fund, when businesses say, hey, I want to make more toothpicks, they don't just use cash on hand. We as American, the American government business system, we're incentivized to take out debt because it's better for our margins. We don't pay the full amount at once. We could pay it over years. It's like, hmm, I'm going to take out a loan for $50,000, $100,000 so I can make more toothpicks so I can sell them. And we know that loan's going to cost them more money. We know over time the interest rates on that loan is going to be crazy. So what happens? Well, if I'm, if I'm taking out this loan to increase my production, I'm going to have to increase the price of this toothpick. So now you're paying $2 for that toothpick instead of a dollar because of interest rates and all those things. So we shouldn't be surprised that some companies are starting to slow down because we can look around like, well, interest rates are up. We're technically in a recession. Things cost more. It costs more to take out debt. We shouldn't be surprised. These are things that kind of confirm the suspicion that our economy is slowing down. Though each company said that next quarter, so the next game that they'll play, they'll play a lot better. They'll be better with their plays. They'll have better people on the field. That just sounds like nice talk for please don't tank our stock. We know what we're doing. You're in good hands. But be very wary. We're seeing signs the economy is slowing down, confirmed by us being in a technical recession. Here is our last and final one. And then we're going to talk about what this all means. 
I thought this would be fun to bring into because not a lot of people pay attention to prices. And this company openly, openly, I'm surprised how open they were, admitted that increasing their prices by 5% like drove their revenue. So by them increasing their prices, they made a lot more money and they plan to raise prices drastically again in August. And that company is Chipotle. Chipotle increased prices drastically by 5%. And during their earnings call where they were telling their investors how much money they make, they stated that our increase in prices is what fueled our revenue for quarter two. Now, that sketches me out a little bit. I don't know if I'd want to openly say, yeah, we just charged more people and we got paid more money. There's two sides to this. As a businessman, good for you, right? Like you did great. You increased prices. You're making more money. Good job. On the other hand, there's this thing called the court of public opinion. And I don't know if I'd want to be bragging, saying we increased prices. People are paying for it. So we'll just hike it up again. That's a double-edged sword. You can probably say it better. Further exclaiming that they will have increased sales in quarter three. And they plan once again to increase drivers up another two and a half to five percent during the month of August. And then the CEO claimed Oh my gosh, sorry. The CEO stated that we are lucky that Chipotle, a lot of higher income households come here so they can afford the price hike. And what world are we living in? I I saw this when I was like doing my research and I'm like, there's, I watched the call. He said it. I looked on multiple outlooks. He has said it. Um, I, it's, He's openly talking about raising prices. And if you've gone to Chipotle, you fought, you've paid 5% more for your meal and you will pay another 5%. Well, two and a half to 5%. They don't give exact numbers, right? But two and a half to 5% in August, they're raising prices again. Are we surprised at this? No, because we just talked about stuff costs more money. So naturally you'd raise the prices, right? But openly coming out and saying, yeah, dude, we just like, we raked them bad boys up. People with money come to Chipotle and all the people I know who go to Chipotle don't have money, by the way, just as a side point. And you know what? They're giving us so much money. We might as well rake them bad boys up again. Maybe I'll buy a new yacht with it. Who knows? So I think that was that was pretty fun. Uh, funny. I think that's a little double edged sword. They have taken some um, hits on social media for that. As they should. Like I said, it's good for you because you're making money as a businessman, right? Like I am for you in that point. I'm glad you are doing that. But as like a public representative, maybe there's a better way to like to say that and not just be like, yeah, we're just going to raise prices and profit. I don't know if it's going to work like that. We'll see. But um, those are our points for today. So to recap, we had GDP falling by 0.9%, which we are in a recession now. There are some good signs that, you know, the economy starting to slow down. Um, but it's not terrible signs. But yes, we are in a recession. You have political leaders telling you we're not in a rela- in a recession because they do want your vote. And they want to say, well, the Democrats or the Republicans, whoever you vote for, they will all say we're not in a recession. We'll fix it. They're lying to you. They just want your vote. The Fed hikes interest rates by almost a percent, three fourths of a percent. So debt is a little more expensive. Money is a little more expensive. We expected that. Most major companies have missed earnings, but they said next game, they'll, even though they lost this game, next game, they'll get better by training and stuff. We'll see how that goes because we know it's costing them a lot more to train. It's costing them a lot more to make certain products. 
We'll see how that works out for them. And finally, we have companies like Chipotle just outward saying they're charging you more and you're paying for it. And they're just going to keep charging you more because you're paying for it, which is a great business idea. But as far as like a PR perspective, I don't know. You just say so confidently. Yeah, they'll just pay for it. So we'll increase it. That is a good idea. Don't get me wrong. We can be nuanced about this. We can say that's both good and you probably shouldn't say that out loud. We can have those two conflicting ideas where it's good and it's also bad. But those are your points for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know what you thought. Did you learn anything? Share and review the episode down below. Review, review, review. Even if it's a one star, give me a one star. Let me know why you didn't like it. I welcome all reviews and they also help the channel. Even if you give a one star review. I bet you didn't know that, but it does. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. You are loved, blessed. Let's be smart with our finances. We know it's costing us a lot more money to do things. So let's be better with our money. That's all I got to say. You guys are loved and blessed. I'll see you guys. Kyle Talks next Wednesday. Peace.